Two Traveling Mamas, Anne's Travel Short with Uncruise Adventures. Hi and welcome, Anne here, and this week we're going to be talking about small ship adventure cruisings with our friends at Uncruise. We have Michelle Glass, Senior Director of Global Sales, joining us this week, and together we're going to share with you what Uncruise is and what it offers you. If large ship cruising isn't your thing, but you still want to visit amazing destinations like Alaska, Hawaii, the Panama Canal, Uncruise will offer you a lot of incredible options with unique one-of-a-kind, off-the-beaten-path type experiences. Welcome, Michelle, and thank you for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. So Uncruise, a lot of people might not have heard of that, and it's the best-kept secret, I think, in cruising, because if you're not into the big ships, 5,000 of your closest friends, (laughs) casinos, water slides, anything you can imagine, ice skating rinks, um, if that's not your, your thing and you're not really into river cruising... What else is there out there for people to do? And that's where Uncruise comes into play. Definitely. So with Uncruise, and we'll learn a little bit more, it's more of a small ship adventure cruising. Um, They can really get up close and tight into some of these great little destinations, really experience some wildlife, um, get out there and really see the destinations versus just pulling into a port and, you know, going to the straw markets, buying T-shirts, that kind of thing. So it really gives you an immersive, unique experience. So um, back in 1996, I think, is that when Uncruise started? Yes, it has a long history, but yes, that's a that's a good starting point. Okay, so, so it it was in a safari cruise, I believe, that they bought, and now how many ships do you guys have in your fleet? You started as with one like yacht. Yes, yeah, so we have nine ships in the fleet, uh, eight of which we own and operate. Uh, one we charter in Galapagos, just because we can't own a boat there, but yep. we do operate um, and f- fly the unflag uh, down there. So okay. we have nine now. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, so what do we need to know about going on on cruise? So do we need to book our own air? How does that work? Typically, you can either book direct with you or through a travel advisor. Yeah, we love our travel agent advisor partners. Um, we work through, you know, tour operators, um, and we work with the direct consumer. You know, like any business, you really need to have a balance of business. So um, people can find us uh, a good presence on the web. We have a great social media, but as far as booking, uh, we don't book air, yep. so you need to um, arrange that uh, with someone else. We don't have uh, the capability to do that, but everything from you know picking you up at the airport, taking you to a pre-booked hotel, which we can help you with, or okay. if you do it on your own, yep. you can. We'll take you there um, to taking to the ship, the whole experience, the. Uh, excursions, the meals, the wine, the mm, beer, wine. Um, and then taking you to the airport or a hotel afterwards. Everything is all included. See, and that was going to be my next question, too, is because yeah. a lot of the, again, bigger ships, we're not putting them down, but it's just a yeah, different experience. Where on cruise, you do get picked up and your transfers are yeah. included where, you know, with the bigger ship cruising, you have to book it and get your own port sometimes or, you know. Yeah get on a bus with, you know, 500 other people. Yeah. With Uncruise, it is a smaller ship cruising, so there's not the masses. So it's yeah. more personalized experience. It's definitely, and we always talk about uh, Uncruise as a product to be sold, not bought, mm-hmm. um, because it is a higher price point and it, it's a more hand-holding experience. I mean, we really want to connect uh, with the client or the agent beforehand. Yeah. So, um, we're happy to do everything there is. And, you know, as as a mom myself, yep. the beauty, I think, of this is 
We were all so busy with working and commuting and raising our kids and trying to be a good wife and trying to be a good friend and yeah. on and on. And when it comes to having a vacation, all I want to do is show up. Yeah. That's all I want to oh, do. Oh, my gosh. I just want to show up and have a nice cocktail. And um, that's, <laughs> that's one me. thing I love about our product is that, you know, we really try and uh, in a warm, gracious way, take care of all the thinking. Yeah. You know, so. Which, you know, coming in from the industry like we do, mm-hmm. and Michelle's got a history with the industry as well. You don't want to plan. No. I, I just, I, I, my husband and I talk about this all the time that when we go somewhere, I don't want to be the tour director, the travel yeah. guide, the and Julie it McCoy. Falls on us anyway. I, it yeah. does. What are we but doing today? I'm like, I want something that I don't have to think about, yeah. and that's why Uncruise is perfect, yeah. is because you really don't need to think about everything. Yeah. No. It's, it's, it is all taken care. Um, care for you now you talked about families um are is this like a family friendly i would say, option I mean, for it, some folks yeah definitely we are we welcome families okay. i mean and we especially that multi-gen yes you know grandma and grandpa with the adult children and kids um you know ranging from eight we we do have um uh, a request that children be eight or older okay which is perfect um, yeah we also have a small uh, our smallest vessel, which is only 22 guests, we request that uh, children be 13, okay. which makes sense. Absolutely. You know? I, I, as a mom, would be nervous having my eight-year-old running around a you know small boat. <laughs> That's always my... people, maybe. I'm but. <laughs> very conscious of that, and I, it's nice that I'm, you are, I'm too. I'm glad there's some of us out there. <laughs> yes, because there are those yeah, parents yeah. that you see these kids yeah. running wild, yeah. and you're like, where are their parents? At resorts, yeah. at on other yeah. cruise ships. Well, and, and we're a small vessel. I mean, yeah. there are things to trip over there. Absolutely. It's a safety... But as far as uh, family travel, we have, uh, during the summer in Alaska, we have two dedicated family departures where we bring in this great blogger, uh, mom blogger from Anchorage. Her name's Erin Kirkland, and she becomes our kid wrangler. And she does dedicated activities and education engagement just for the kids. And it's not... It's not, you know, we don't take one of our regular guides and pull them away to focus right. on the kids. We add another Someone, person. Okay, specific. Um, and I would say on most of our sailings, you would probably find, um, you know, children, uh, one or two at least. Yeah. However, with the price point being what it is. Yep. And the fact that we, you know, we don't have Wi-Fi. We don't yeah. have a climbing wall. We don't yeah. have, <laughs> you know. Which is good because then yes. kids have to unplug well, and, and enjoy and nature and enjoy the engage, experience. Right. You know, yep. you get to go kayaking with yeah. humpback whales as opposed to going on a race cart track. Right. So, yeah. Uh, it's just a different experience. And f- for some uh, families, that's not the experience they need. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great because there's yeah. so many options out there. Absolutely. So we're, we're pro-family. I don't think that an average um, traveler on our boat would run into a lot of kids, though. Yeah, which is which is nice. And yeah. and those that do have the kids there, it's well thought out because you're not going to bring your kid if you don't know what you're getting into. And yeah. the kid's going to be bored because they can't have their iPads or they can't yeah. connect with friends on Facebook or yeah. whatever their Instagram. Oh, Instagram. I love that we're so disconnected. It's I, awesome yeah. for families. I mean, to just to see people playing cards or, right. you know, people, you know, we're very busy during the day, but there yeah. are downtimes where yeah. you see people playing games and connecting, right. and it's, it's wonderful. It's nice. It's a good way to, um, again, like you just said, reconnect and, and just be a family again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
get away from the craziness of the world. So that was one of my questions too. Is so there is no Wi-Fi on the ships? Correct. Okay. Yeah, and and quite often, honestly, there's not even cell service. Yeah. So sometimes we'll have people who will say, "I really have to be uh, somewhere for a business call," and and our um, uh, staff, our reservations team, will help them figure out. Well, you know, what's the best itinerary? You, yeah, you could be here in Juneau. I mean. A lot of our cruises don't even go port to port. Yeah. I mean, quite often yeah. um, in Alaska, we'll leave Juneau and we'll head to Glacier Bay for three days and we'll go to, you know, yeah. uh, Two Moon Creek and then we'll go to Sawmill Bay and places that aren't don't even really have names. And that's, so there's no way to get even cell service. Exactly. And that's the beauty of on cruises. You have those small ships who so you mm-hmm. can get into places the big ships can't. Yeah. So you can literally make your own ports. Yeah. Because yeah, it, and we're self-contained, right? Yeah, so you are. we carry all our kayaks, our own stand-up yeah. paddle boards, our hiking gear, yeah. um, warm water destinations. We have the snorkel gear. I mean, well, we even snorkel in Alaska, but Ooh, I don't myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That'd be cool. Don't need to do everything, but um, yeah, I mean, we really can get away from it all. We don't need to go port to port. Yeah. And once in a while, and on an itinerary, uh, depending on what the itinerary is, we'll call in a very small port okay. so maybe there's an opportunity yeah. to um do a business call and then our right. you know our reservations team would help guide them to the right itinerary okay. so okay very cool so let's talk a little bit more about your ship so i know you have multiple ships for depending on where you're going to be going yeah so what what's the fleet like i mean I, it ranges from 20 cabins what's the biggest ship that you have 90 90 yeah. okay 22 passengers 22 so, passengers yeah, so double 11, yeah so yeah, 44 11 okay cabins to our largest is 90 with 45 cabins okay and, um i was at a you know presentation a few months back and um our friends from azamara were oh, yeah. in front of me and he was doing his presentation he's like you don't even need to learn about the ships they're all the same all you <gasps> need to know is the destination i'm like well wouldn't that be nice right because out of our nine boats every single one is different yes um and that's great and interesting but it does make you know for the travel advisor it it does make it you know more of a challenge to really understand what will be the best fit and sometimes when people ask me well how do I narrow down your seven different Alaska itineraries right you know and I'm like well let's talk about what kind of onboard experience they want exactly um so we have um you know nine vessels we have almost two different um classes okay uh one the wilderness series we call them the green holes because all the boats have green holes imagine yep. that <laughs> uh, so the wilderness is more of an entry level so you'll okay. have smaller staterooms yep. about 100 square feet okay um and but as uh, you know smaller public areas a little bit but other than that everything is the same i mean it's still inclusive activities it's still top shelf um, alcohol and okay. craft beers um, but it's just the ships themselves are a little smaller okay. and then we have our safari uh, series uh, which are the yacht more okay. yacht like yep. and some of those you know with our 88 passenger safari endeavor or our wilderness our safari explorer that's in hawaii we'll have two room suites with a little oh, okay. juliet balcony well that's nice you know, they're very families. very well appointed very yeah. nice um uh, linens and you know robes in the bathroom in the closets and lovely bathrooms 
that being said, no one is really ever going to book us for, um, you know, the marble bathrooms yeah. and the, you know, concierge, your own private concierge. Right exactly. So, exactly. Because it is small ship cuisine. It's, well, you're not. And we don't expect people to stay in their room. No. I mean, the, that's the your point. room is not the end all and be all being out and engaged. And we're yes. busy every day. Yeah. So there's very little time other than maybe a nice afternoon nap or, yeah. you know, <laughs> leisurely reading in oh the morning. Oh my gosh, what's that? I know. Wouldn't that be nice? As mamas, we don't, we don't get naps, no, right? I'm not a napper. I never was. No. But I like the idea of I, it. I yeah. do too. It sounds dreamy, but it doesn't ever play out. <laughs> does it? Um, but I know some people do take yeah. naps. And uh, the rooms are, are really lovely and well-appointed. Yeah. But, again, never will be the focus of what we do. But and, it shouldn't. And I always yeah. tell clients, you don't – those that are so focused on the accommodations somewhere, yeah. unless you're going to stay in your room a good majority of the time, yeah. don't bother. You just need clean, comfortable, yeah. you know. And I get it. If I was on a ship with 4,000 people, I might want to be in my room a lot right? of time. Ex- well, exactly, um, but not on an uncruise because <laughs> no. there's you're going to miss so much. Yeah. And that's the whole point of the cruise is to get out there and explore and see yeah. different things and, and be engaged the entire time. That at the end of the night, you're so tired, you're just going to go and fall asleep. And so, and, and you do. Oh, my gosh. I did yeah. our Costa Rica, Panama uh, last May. And by 9 o'clock, oh, yeah. I was so tired. <laughs> and I was like, i got to go to bed now because yeah. i got to get ready for tomorrow. I know. Which is great. It's great to be tired because yes. there's a reason as yes. opposed to just tired. <laughs> exactly. Because you've been so, doing amazing things yeah, all day snorkeling long. Snorkeling all day or paddle boarding or trying to figure out you know how to not fall over in your kayak it's right awesome. it is <laughs> oh my gosh so now with with uncruz so what is all included in the stay so we, you alluded to like mm-hmm. the food and the wine and the the yeah. activities and the kayaks so yeah. what's all included uh the easy answer is everything is everything. included except for uh port fees and taxes okay and those vary from destination to destination because yep. it's based on port taxes yep. um but uh, you know a, a fare bed is about 350 dollars per person okay uh we do not include gratuities okay and we nor do we mandate them okay i mean we're not like some cruise lines where they'll add it to your bill and then yes. you have to ask for it to be taken off yep um it is truly uh at the discretion of the guest however that being said Everyone loves our crew. I mean, our crew yeah. is the best thing about the experience, I swear. And uh, we recommend between 25 and $30 per person per day, okay. um, you know, per guest per day. And um, so it's, you know, it, it doesn't, you know, it's not a heavy-handed uh, experience. But our Which crew nice. shine. I mean, yeah. the one thing I really like about our product and our, our company, and it's, it's true from, you know, whether you're a, room steward or a captain or you know like me in in the sales and marketing department is we really encourage people's personalities to shine we're not buttoned up we're yeah. not uh looking to um be all uniform and right. stand up straight i yep. mean it's all about we're in this adventure together yes. we're having a great time yep. let me tell you about my story i grew up in minnesota and yeah. oh i grew up in france or yeah you know and and that really lends to the whole feeling of we're in this adventure together yeah and um and because everything again is included there's no fear that you're going to miss out on something or you're committed to something you don't want to do because you paid for it mm-hmm. you know i was visiting with some uh, mother and daughter who were traveling together 
and she was saying that she had been to Alaska before um, and she'd always dreamed of going kayaking. This was the mother, she was probably in her late 60s, um, but they had been in Ketchikan on a very, very rainy day mm. and she wasn't comfortable with it and so they ended up canceling and walking away from yeah. it. She's like, I always felt bad because we paid good money for I, that. That's the problem with yeah. booking in advance. But she, didn't, great, she but... didn't feel comfortable going yeah. because the, the weather conditions weren't yeah, right. And, absolutely. Um, so with, you know, with ours, I mean, well, there's multiple opportunities to go kayaking. Yep. We have an easy launch kayak deck right off the back that makes it easy peasy for anyone. Yep. And if if you don't like it, you come back. Right. Or if you're nervous, <laughs> one of our guides will go with you. Exactly. And so if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. That's and right. you're not out any additional money. Yeah. And the nice like for me, it's the nice thing with my husband is he doesn't like to do any of the stuff I like to do. Yeah. So his you know, dream afternoon is hanging out with the captain up in the wheelhouse because we yeah. have an open wheelhouse policy, yeah. telling the captain how to drive the boat and all his seafaring <laughs> I stories. I bet you loves that. Oh, yeah, I know I do. Yeah. And um, so, and I then I'm out the captain kayaking again. or hiking or doing yeah. whatever with the friends I made on board. So, yeah. you know, and then you can, and because all the alcohol is included, you yep. can have, you know, a, a beer at lunch or I can have a bottle of wine with you yep. tonight. And then tomorrow when you sit with someone else, you don't feel like, oh, I owe Michelle a bottle of wine. Right. she bought me a bottle of wine right. or you're yeah. sitting under the stars at night and oh, like, that'd oh, be amazing. love to have you know a, a nice glass of red wine under the yeah. stars go get one yeah it's just really the, i mean the reason that we include it is to create more of a relaxed atmosphere yep. so there there isn't thought so yeah all the activities you don't feel are, nickel and dime which you don't feel nickel and dime on some ships you do feel like that yeah. it's like oh i have to pay for this and, and, the, and the nice thing this. is the quality isn't compromised it's not yeah. like we're you know you're not serving Boone's off, farm. Right? Yeah. Right, Boone's <laughs> farm yeah so i'm on the cocktail crowd yeah, yeah. um you know we're, we're selling local i mean we yeah. have beautiful spirits that come um, you know they're distilled in Alaska. We yes. have craft beer. We have which is so beautiful cool. wine from yep. the Columbia Valley and um, other parts that we travel to. The food is phenomenal. Okay. It's all locally sourced. Chef I was prepared. Ask you that. If do each of the ships have different? I mean, they have their standard menus, but do you kind of pick up? whatever region you're in yes because absolutely. of the local produce that you pick up mm-hmm. i suppose it has that infused if you're in you know south america or if you're in alaska right you know and um you know i will give a shout out to our youtube channel again because we uh, we have an in-house video team they do a great oh, job their videos they're, are incredible they're making a whole series about culinary and it's not um it's not just about the food itself, but about where we get the food. Yeah. And we work with local farmers in Mexico. We work with local farmers on Molokai in Hawaii. Yeah. And the great thing is like that business is very important to them. Oh, it is. Like, we are a customer of theirs. It's important to them. We are making impact in their life. They're making impact in our life and our guests. And, you know, there's, you know, uh, this cute one on the YouTube is about Kumu Farms in Molokai. And uh, the woman who runs it is explaining green papaya. You know, yeah. she's got the papaya and she's explaining how to make, you know, green papaya salad. And it's just great. I mean, yeah. it's not the connection that you have on a lot of places because it's so small. It is. Oh. And I'm talking about food, too. So you guys cater to different dietary restrictions Absolutely, because yeah. it is so 
customized. It's yeah. not like, here's the buffet. That's what you're having for dinner tonight. Right. You know, yeah. you can, I'm assuming too, just when you're booking, let them know of any dietary restrictions yeah. as well in, in yeah. advance. And then we have on and, our guest forms. Yep. And then we uh, do a presentation upon embarkation. Yeah. Uh, the hotel manager will say, I mean, we probably ask about every, <laughs> people will get tired. I, I mean, even halfway through the crew, uh, through the cruise, you know, if you're sitting at a different table, your server might say, now, any dietary restrictions? Yeah. Which is um, nice. Yeah, we can accommodate, you know, lactose, gluten, cruelty-free. Uh, Nut-free, dairy-free, yeah, yeah. flavor-free. Yeah. But again, so because we folks. don't stop in places, it is really important if you have, you know, if you're not free or gluten. Yeah, to let, know, it know to let us know. Because it's not like we're going to pop over to a grocery store right? in the middle of Glacier Bay. You can't Bay. just go to Target yeah. and say, hey, I need to pick right. up some snacks. Yeah. And, I think and the only difficult dietary requirement, and we have worked it out, kosher is a little kosher bit different. Kosher is say that's going to be Because of the storage issues. Yep. And, and I think any person who eats a kosher diet knows that. Yes. Um, it, it's a challenge wherever you go because of that. Yeah. But, you know, we'll, we'll work with anyone. Yeah. Uh, Which is nice to know because I've got a lot of clients that do have gluten intolerances and mm-hmm. I never realized how sick people can get yeah. with some oh. of these these things and it's n- nothing yeah, worse it's than not going on vacation for some it's people. not it's, it's, it's not and well. it's you go and you have something and you're sick the entire time yeah. and you just wasted all this money to sit in your room yeah. because you're sick because you ate something that was cross-contaminated so yeah. I love when um, suppliers and cruise lines and resorts make a, a a very um, well thought out effort to to be a, a concierge to these folks that have these culinary restrictions. Yeah, I mean we understand it is not an insignificant investment. No, for people to travel with us. No, it's not. So uh, you know we we feel it's our duty and and our pleasure, of course. Yes, you know, because we want everyone to have a great time. Absolutely. But, I mean it's. If, if we're telling you we're going to try and we're going to accommodate, we're going to do it. Yep. So. Well, cool. Yeah. So we're talking about going to get the, uh, the excursions. So the excursions are, are included. But what if I wanted to go off on my own or, yeah. I mean, are those options yeah. possible? Yeah, and sometimes that, that does happen. Um, you know, it, it, again, has to be uh, well orchestrated. Yes. Uh, one common example I'll give you is people who want to go fishing in Alaska. Yep. Uh, we are not allowed to fish off of our boats. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have the commercial permits to do that and it, it just doesn't really work okay. to fish anyway but uh, a lot of people do Wanna really go. have yep. that dream I'm going to Exa- go catch especially the Alaska exactly. in Alaska yeah uh, so our our staff will guide you to the right choice okay because again we have to actually be in a port for yep. you to go and it might be a pre-excursion it might be a post-excursion yep. it might be a day that we call say for example in Wrangell or Petersburg one of the few places that we call on certain itineraries great fishing um we can make recommendations the guest uh or the uh, travel advisor can set it up and we'll just give parameters and try and be there uh at the same time you know say for example the fishing is going out at 8 a.m we'll make sure we're in in port okay um and then they need to make sure they're back back in time so yeah and other than that i mean i can't think of a lot that wouldn't be done pre or post really um Mm -hmm. again because the activities are really kind of tailored to the itinerary yep. i mean maybe you want to do some flight seeing maybe you want to do an alaska helicopter dog yep, sledding exactly. those kind of things uh, the beauty of staying out of the ports is you're staying out of the fray yes of, you know i used to live in skagway alaska <clears throat> okay you know, a town of 950 yeah. people except on every day days. <gasps> during yes. well which is every, every day, day. 
yeah, and um, especially you know, during tens the season. of 15,000 people coming in. Yeah. Uh, so that's just not our vibe. No. And so we tend to stay away from that. And yeah. that's great because there's a lot of people who have that vibe and they can. They love it. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's something for yeah, everybody. There is. So talking about excursions and like fishing and so mm-hmm. wildlife, the, the wildlife experiences that you guys have yeah. are incredible because yes. it's, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, as it should be experienced yeah. from a distance safely, not impacting the wildlife, yeah. not disrupting them, not stressing them out. Yeah. Um, I know one of the videos, and I'll post a link um, to their YouTube channel on, on when I post this podcast, because the one with the whales breaching, like yeah. literally a couple hundred yards yeah. from from the group, and yeah. they're just sitting there floating and experiencing this, and here comes these whales breaching. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just amazing. Yeah. Well, and... The nice thing about, I mean, it, it we, we take regulations very seriously. Yes. We take the um, consideration of the animal. I mean, we want to preserve the environment um, as much as possible, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the habitat for the animals, because we want to keep coming and showing people where yeah. they live. Um, but I, I think for people who are maybe choosing a, a larger ship option, yeah. It, you know, a puffin is pretty small. Yeah. A puffin is smaller than a duck. Yes. Uh, a sea otter is about the size of a German shepherd. Yeah. And so when you're 15, 18 stories up, yeah. you know, the wildlife is probably going to be there, but it's really difficult see it. to see. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people will choose, well, I'm going to do enhance my cruise with a whale watching expedition yep. or something yep. like that, which is great. It's a great way to see Absolutely. the wildlife. But that's a finite three-hour window on one day it is so when you're on a boat that only holds 60 people yes and you see the whales and and we're very good at parking the boat as one can park a boat exactly shutting the boat down down (laughs) yeah and letting the whales come up to us to the point where you can smell their breath which is very stinky (laughs) and see that i mean i was just in mexico and I lived in Alaska for a long time. I've been fortunate enough to see so many whales, like yeah. whales galore. I have whale story for days, but I'd never seen a blue whale. And, oh, you know, the gosh. world's biggest yes. animal. Yes. And so we were in the Sea of Cortez, and I was up in the whale house with the captain, and uh, he said, oh, I see, you know, some blue whales ahead. <gasps> and they, they don't travel together, but no. it just happened to be, I, I don't know, there were three of them oh, right my there, gosh. kind of in different places on other sides of the boats. Yeah. And... Um, so he shut the motor down and they just kept coming closer and closer and closer oh, to the gosh. point where I was screaming and he was screaming with excitement. Oh, my and then you thought they were gone. So I went outside and just honestly, a hundred yards in front of our boat, this blue whale and it just came up and it kept going oh, and my going gosh. and going and going. That is it was the insane. Thing. Yeah. I mean, never would have expected that. No. Can't guarantee it. But no. when you're in nature every yes. single day, all the something. time. Yeah. And the bioluminescence one night we went through, but I mean, was it's, for an hour yeah. watching the bioluminescence under the so boat. Cool. Yeah. So cool. one of my former colleagues um, got to go on an cruise up in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And she said the best thing was, is when you guys, the captains, again, it, varies from ship to ship, but I think that you're all pretty similar. When a captain spots wildlife, they stop the boat, and this one happened to be a moose. And she put okay. on a moose hat and ran around. <laughs> they were having lunch yelling, moose, 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 to make sure everybody knew. Everybody stopped, got up from their lunch, ran to the rails, and could observe these moose. Yeah, so, the, like you the said, chef loves that right in the middle of a meal, yes. You but don't yes. have to pay for these extra, like you said, whale-watching experience. So you're in a port, you pay for it, you get three hours. If you don't see a whale... 
you're out. You just yeah. spent a couple hundred bucks to go be on a boat, which yeah. is fine. But this, you always see something, and you oh, don't yeah. have to pay extra for it. Yeah. And it just happens and when you it's see supposed it to happen. Times. Yes, I mean, you do. You can see whales probably four or five times. Exactly. And, um, you know, or you're going to, you know, get to go ashore and hike or, you know, it's quite often we see bears as well yeah. because you're at the place where the bears want to be. And, you know, wildlife is wildlife. There are no guarantees, yes. but there are predictables. Absolutely. And, you know, especially for bears, yep. we know that they like to eat. They're opportunivores. <laughs> yeah. And so in the spring, like that. they like to eat stuff yeah. that's on the beach because the salmon aren't there. So we'll focus on the beach. You know, later in the season when there's a, you know, the salmon are running, they're going to be at the mouth of a stream. So we know where the salmon streams are. The same with the humpback whales. We yeah. know that there are certain so cool. areas that have richer um food life than other areas so it's and and our captains are so seasoned that yes, they know they where know. these are mm-hmm. and they've got good eyes that yeah. they can spot and our expedition team i mean our expedition team is amazing i mean you'd asked about activities and what's included i mean these expedition guides know the trails yes. and the places and if it's windy one day they'll say well i know another anchor we can go yeah uh, kayaking is a better cove over here so they're they work really hard and that's the thing with the crew they they do have multiple hats that they do wear they're not only helping with dinner and facilitating and doing housekeeping and all these things but when you're going out on a hike you know you've got joe who just served you your wine last night is also going to take you on this amazing experience or you know you've got cindy who was you know doing this but now she's taking you out kayaking so they have multiple hats that they do wear because it is a small ship they can't have a large crew yeah you know and 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 again this lends to the whole we're all in this together exactly and uh, you know it's a great community that that you you have when you get on one of your ships and it's really hard i think one of the best things about small ship cruising and even within the small ship world one of the best things about uncruise is this ineffable quality of camaraderie yes and feeling yes. I mean, you can't describe it but you sure can feel it yeah and uh it, it is truly magical yeah and i think that's we have a very high uh repeat client rate yeah. and i think it's for that reason because people are like oh man this is the best right? ever you know and i've heard stories too that of you know folks that are repeats that they go with the people that they met on the ship. Yeah. Because yeah. they're so like-minded. Yeah. Because, this again, this is not product for everybody, but you have to have a certain mindset mm-hmm. and want a certain experience to yeah. do an uncruise. Yeah. And it's going to be something that you're going to meet other like-minded people yeah. that, you know, for seven nights you're seeing them in this small dining room of yeah. only 40 people or 44. Oh, yeah, tears and Yeah, it's hard. And it is. And, I mean, at the end of a week and yeah. and, and friendships that carry yeah. on for years. It is. It, that's, yeah. it's, that's what's so cool. And between crew and guests as well. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I, if I've got a good guide at the end of a stay when I'm leaving, yeah. I, it's sad. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I get really choked up. There was yeah. one little guy I had in um, Europe and I'm like, can you just come live with me? Yeah. I will adopt <laughs> you. He's old enough to be my son. Um, but I'm like, you could just come live with me because yeah. you're just adorable. And I love Well, and them. it's fun. You know, you meet a great guide in, in Alaska and yeah. then I'll see people get on the boat in Mexico. This last time I was on Mexico and there were guests who had sailed with certain crew yeah. members before yeah. and it was like oh my gosh Meredith I love you yeah. and you know I'm so excited that's I didn't know you were going to be so on this boat neat. yeah that's so, so very cool yeah it's, they you know they love what they do and it shows yeah, yeah. So. that's very cool so I know each day is different and depending on what destination you're in what port but what's kind of like a standard yeah day on on one of the on cruise yeah. ships so uh 
Every day is different, but you're right. There's a certain flow to each mm-hmm. day. Um, breakfast is somewhere, um, well, I'll start with early riser breakfast. Yeah. One thing that I never experienced because <laughs> yes, I was going to say I won't either. I don't even remember that it's there. So we, we have early riser breakfast starting at 6 a.m. Okay. Um, every morning, coffee, fruit, um, pastries, all of our, it's very dangerous. All of our oh, baked goods yum. are baked right on board. Yum. That really smell would wake me up bacon. right there. Oh, man. Sometimes, it, well, the bacon smell is what wakes oh, you up. Yes. Um, and so we'll have early riser breakfast. People get up from 6 to 7. Um, and then generally, um, you know, plated served breakfast is between uh, 7, some days, more often 7.30. Okay. And it'll continue to about 8.30. Okay. And people can, you know, kind of roll in on their own. Okay. Um, depending on when they want to get up. Yeah. But, you know, breakfast is certainly finished by 8 30 because we've got adventures to do and then so to to back up a little further the night before your adventure team has come to talk to you about what you'd like to do okay and so every day there's usually um, a morning activity and an afternoon activity that being said sometimes we have all day activities like sometimes we go to our own private island like I mean not like a Coco Cay kind of private, right, yeah. but a real island yeah, yeah. With, that's really just ours. adventure island. An adventure you can explore island. And so maybe can... we'll spend all day on that island, and we'll take the bartender and the chefs, Ooh. and they'll have a beach lunch, yeah. and we'll spend all day there. But most days you'll have a morning activity, uh, come back to the uh, boat for lunch, and then go do an afternoon activity. And within the morning and the afternoon activity, you usually have two or three choices. Okay. Um, so, for example, one morning might be we're going to do a hike. Okay. And so after breakfast, people get all their geared up. We, we have uh, boots and rain gear. We have walking sticks for people who might want the added stability. And then we will have grouped people by desire. Okay. So some people will say, you know, who, who wants to break a sweat yeah. today? Oh, yeah. And uh, who wants to go hard charging, no trail, gain some vertical, right. and sweat? Okay, you're 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 gonna go with Megan. Megan always leads the hard chargers. Uh, you know who wants to go for maybe a, a lengthy yeah. uh, hike, walk, but not necessarily go up and down a lot, which is great yeah. for me because I have bad knees. Yes, and uh, you know who doesn't want to get any elevation wants to go with uh, an adventure guide uh, to look at the tide pools on the beach and yeah. learn about the invertebrates. Okay, um, so, so we cool. really group it by people's. Uh, ability levels okay. because your adventure is not the same as my adventure. True, and we understand that yep. adventure is a relative term, but you can is. have the best adventure on a beach, or you can have the best adventure hiking up a mountain. Um, so that's uh, the morning activity. Then we come on board for lunch, and again, you can grab a beer, have a glass of wine, just have extra coffee to keep you going. Yeah, and then um, maybe in the afternoon we'll do kayaking. So we'll group it in. You know, we're in Glacier Bay National park maybe where we're restricted um, by permitting we cannot have a group more than 10 people mm-hmm. so 10 people will go out kayaking come back uh, well we can do a couple groups at a time so maybe 10 will go with one guide 10 will go with another guide they'll come back and then another 10 so maybe okay. you'll have an hour off in the afternoon to go take that nap that okay. we talked yeah. about yeah. and then um we have social hour every night about 5.30, and that's where we put out even more food. We have appetizers. <laughs> you will not go uh, hungry, hungry at all. Appetizers, people get a cocktail. Um, 
and then the adventure team will come and talk about the next day. Okay. And so the the expedition leader will talk about all the options, and then the individual guides will come and talk to you one-on-one about what you think you want to do. And it's really great because you'll say, oh, you know, I've never been kayaking before. I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah. And they're like, great, well, you can come with me, or they'll, yeah. so they'll, they'll work out the things. And then you go into dinner every night about 6.30. It's, you know, beautiful um, food, beautiful time. And then dinner's over around 7.30, 7.45, depending on, uh, how long people take and in the evening after that then one member of the adventure team will come and do a presentation so this is like our show okay yeah yeah <laughs> and um you know we don't not have, the glitz of vegas yes, but just uh, hey. sometimes they might put on sparkles right? i don't know but um <laughs> so i i mentioned i was in mexico and we had um throughout the week we had great presentations all about um Bioluminescence. One day, uh, so cool. we had about we had a super interesting presentation on the difference between mezcal and tequila. Oh yeah, and how it all yes. tied into the economy of the area. Yes, and I was just like, wow. Yeah. I, I would have never guessed that this would have been so intriguing. Yeah, one of our great guides, Marith, did. Um, a presentation on an endangered uh, river dolphin yeah and how it tied into the drug cartels and it was just like oh my gosh super interesting because these yeah. people are sharing presentations about stuff that they're impassioned by yeah so every night we'll have that and then that usually winds up about eight thirty or nine o'clock and then people stay for games or drinks or go outside yeah um yeah just so kind of go at their leisure that's a day and then you go to bed and start all over right so we talked about all the different fleets, and we've kind of alluded to some of the destinations, but what destinations do you guys go to? Obviously, Alaska. Yeah, Alaska is our number one yep. uh, destination. We have six boats in Alaska for six months of the year. So we okay. have the longest cruising season of okay. any cruise line in Alaska. We're there from April all April the way through the end of yeah. September. Yeah, I think the last boat pulls out this year, October 3rd. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that is late. Yeah, Just and I think one of the reasons we do that is, I mean, this is a company of Alaskans, so we know, yeah. and I know from living in southeast Alaska, uh, late April, May, my yeah. favorite time of the year. Absolutely, Abs- it's not. It's not. Cr- as it's crowded. not crowded. The yep. skies are generally a lot more clear yep. in April and, you can and May. See the northern yeah. lights. Uh, we can see the northern lights. Yep. in September. Um, so we do that, and then after the end of the Alaska season, the boats uh, kind of farm Go out south. to um, warmer waters. Yes. So uh, we have. Hawaii, which yep. is a phenomenal destination and one that has the been hop, so popular over the year that we just decided to make it year round. Oh, nice. I know. Oh, it's that's very, great. So great for honeymoons. Yes. And, uh, but yeah, it's a 36 passenger yacht. It's amazing. I mean, we go to Molokai. Yeah. It goes between Molokai and Kona. No one goes to Molokai. Yeah. We're the only, well, first of all, we're the only small ship in Alaska, in Hawaii, period. Yep. But we're the only one who does business in Molokai. That's and it so took cool. us a long time to make that relationship. Right? So, it is. So we go to Hawaii. We go to Mexico Sea of Cortez. Yep. Uh, we go to Galapagos, as we mentioned. Oh, which is so cool. Uh, we go to the Columbia Snake River okay. um, between Oregon and Washington State. I always feel I have to explain that to people where it is. Amazing. I mean, people don't even realize how uh, great of a destination this is for adventure. We have two itineraries there, the uh, Rivers of Adventure, which mm-hmm. includes biking uh, from winery to winery. Oh, that's my... I know. They take your bikes away by the yeah. third winery, which yeah. is a good thing. <laughs> which is very and, smart. Um, you know, hiking on the Reno Plateau, going to Multnomah Falls. We go uh, whitewater rafting in the Deschutes River. We go jet boating up Hell's Canyon. Oh we gosh, go kayaking. It's a true adventure if you want. Yeah, super fun. Yeah. Plus, it has all the great Pacific Northwest, Lewis and Clark history.
history as well, yeah. and really, really interesting uh, geology. Um, and then in uh, the fall, we do rivers of wine and culinary there. Which is, that's, yeah, that's I want to do that. a lot of good wine. I want to do that um, one. And then we have a great Latin America program. Uh, we do Costa Rica, Panama. Starting this year, we're going to be doing Cartagena, Colombia, through the Panama <gasps> Canal to so beautiful uh, Panama City. Oh, yeah. Really um, one of the hot spots these days because of the culture. And Colombia is doing a great job of getting the word out there about the beauty and the safety. The thing I'm excited about on this itinerary is it's a lot of sun and sand and beautiful water and water activities. I could snorkel every day, all day. That would make my dream come true. But then interspersed with great culture. Yes. The culture of Colombia and then the Panama Canal, of course. Yes. And then we go uh, all the way into the Darien jungle on the Panama side, which is deep, dark jungle. Oh, wow. We go in canoes up a river 30 minutes to meet the Embra. Um, people, which are one that, of the see, that's really yeah, that's what I it very would un, love to do. Untouched people. Mm-hmm. I was there, and I walked all the way in and held hands with a little, you know, eight-year-old <gasps> village boy the whole oh. way. And I'm thinking, you know, because oh we've gosh. talked about yeah. we both have boy, sons, boy, have boys. and I was just Mamas like, their boys. do you want to let go of my hand because it's like you're holding my hand a long time? Yeah, and he was just taking my hand. We were skipping through oh, the. Oh my it was, gosh! And I they love just that. really people as intrigued by us yeah. as we were by them, and so it's a nice mix of not you know not heavy culture every day where you're like uh um but not so much sun you're like i I need to do something else so that's a really great balance uh an intriguing itinerary for us and then we're also starting belize and guatemala so again for people who love that so we have a really great uh, robust um latin america program very nice thank you so you've got kind of something for everybody depending on what you want to do and where you want to go absolutely excellent Okay, well, we're now we're to the point of the burning questions. Ooh, I'm so excited. I know, right? This is kind of like our just speed round of like... I wonder what you're going to I know, right? And they're not that exciting, I promise. But okay. they're really good, though. <laughs> so you kind of alluded to this, but what destination is really hot right now? Hawaii. 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 Adding the, the year-round, that's really incredible. Adding year-round, and because we go to Molokai, yeah. Lanai. Um, yes. And we go night snorkeling with manta rays <gasps> out of Kona. So. I'm not, I, that night snorkeling. Does it make you a little it nervous? It makes me very nervous. See, and I know just you, just, you, you just float and they put the lights up and they come. And I've known friends that have done it. But yeah. just that whole night element of being in the ocean and not knowing what's coming up behind me, <laughs> it scares me. I saw Jaws at a very young age and it's traumatized right. me. Right. And see, and if I went with you, I would probably grab me on the ankle to scare you. <laughs> That's how I roll. But, not to um, stop. Yeah. I'm not going with you. <laughs> But yes, Hawaii is a very big uh, destination for us right yeah. now. Just there's a lot of excitement. What's well, a good way to get a taste of all the islands yeah. without, you know, having well, to hop and around again, on no airplanes? there's no inclusive and, in Hawaii. Yes. I mean, you no, can't there's go not. to an inclusive resort. No, you can't. And this is an all-inclusive experience yes. that's very, very um, connected with the place. Only 36 guests. Yeah. So. That's really great. Okay, what's the one thing that I must eat on board? Is there like dessert, a dessert, dessert, <laughs> both for lunch and dinner? I want the pastries. I mean, how? Uh, yeah. yeah. So you can have dessert at breakfast, right? dessert at lunch, and dessert at dinner. See, sign and me up. And did I tell you that they put out cookies in the afternoon? See, so. look at that. Yeah, definitely. So this is actually one that you balance the because you're active, 
But then you get we to can eat all this. You do because you burn a million calories hiking and kayaking and right. You know, and most cookies go best with a glass of wine to of pair the do. chocolate. And the, the chocolate and yeah. the red wine. Yeah. Oh but I would gosh. say the fish because um, we we use a lot of local fish. So a lot yeah. of fish that you may never have heard of. Right. But it's all sustainably harvested. We're yeah. adamant about that, which I think is great. Yeah. That's and Uncruz does a really nice job of of being eco friendly, sustainable. Yeah. You know. A yeah, you should friend of the see environment, friends of the wildlife. It almost, I mean, we almost go, I mean, we have a, a box in the office for people to put in their used pencils and oh. pens um, <gasps> so that the plastic can be recycled. Yeah, we're, we're, which I think is great. It's Some, awesome. Someone's got to start somewhere yeah, because we are ruining our environment and our earth people. We'll get onto that. Okay, here's my, this is my question because okay. I'm a big, will I get seasick? That's a great question, and and one we do get often, and I will say no, okay, with the caveat yes. that there are some destinations in some places that we are exposed to swell. Yep. So, for example, in Alaska, I'm going to give you a 95% chance of no, yes, um, because we're in the inside passage. Yep. In Hawaii, maybe, maybe. I yeah. had two team members that did back-to-back Hawaii crossings, and one was the uh, between um maui and lanai yeah uh one was one of the most extreme the captain had ever seen oh my gosh and the next week was the calmest they'd ever seen and um you know each one of my team members told me a very different experience yeah so there is that possibility i always Um, tell people any any crows just prepare. Yeah. Just always bring anything with you. Bring your little bands. You've got the, pa- bring, the yeah, patches, patches, the bands, the pills, the ginger. Yes. Just always come prepared because yeah. this is not the type of ship yeah. that there's a gift shop. Yeah. That you and can we stroll carry, down and. Yeah, we will carry ginger chews with yep. us. And I mean, we're not a dispensary, but we do have a few things that yeah. can help. Um, but I want the, the pharmaceutical part, no. grade strong stuff. That's me. Yeah, well, Just, you're gonna I'd, have to. I'd come and I'd have a patch everywhere in my body. <laughs> be completely covered. But I, I make it happen. Yeah. Um, so this is what's the best thing to do at night? You don't have formal nights, so you don't have to pack right. that gown. Yeah. But I think my most fun experience at night, I met a group of people on yeah. the boat and we just all enjoyed each other so much yeah. and this was on um, a Costa Rica Panama crew and I was doing the Panama section only they had done seven nights of Costa Rica before so they were all kind of they were doing 14 nights they were all dialed in and they discovered that um, sitting on the bow of the boat with a cocktail of oh, course and so watching cool. the stars I would and love that and we would sit there for two to three hours yeah. and just talk and talk and talk yeah. and talk and watch the stars go by. Right. I think, you know, I, 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 for me, that is such a memorable experience at yeah. night to do that. And, um, you know, in Mexico, we, you know, it was the night we saw the bioluminescence too. Yeah. And everyone That's just amazing. stays up. Um, even in Panama, we do in, in our Panama um, Canal crossings, we do our crossings in the evening so most ships will start early in the morning and yeah. it's a it's a long transit it's a yeah. 12 13 hour transit we don't start until about four o'clock oh my god in the afternoon because so we've done it yeah because yeah. we've done activities in the morning yeah we don't want to sit on a boat for 13 hours no so we have dinner uh on deck that night and can see all the workers and when it gets That's dark so they open neat. the top deck where usually just the crew's allowed yeah and all night long you can hear the workers working yeah. and hear them speaking in spanish and yeah. so i think just being out at night very cool um how do i know what to pack 
We give you a packing list. Yay! I yes. see. They yes. do make it we easy give, for you. Yes, you. we do. And and again, you know, if it's a warm water destination, we're pack, we have all the snorkel gear. Um, in Mexico, we needed wetsuits. Yeah, it was a little chilly, so um, I had a shorty suit, and there were long suits. Um, in uh, Alaska, we'll provide. Um, you know, light light rain gear. Yeah. We always encourage people to bring their own rain gear because it all fits different. But we provide things for you. Yeah. Um, and we provide you a packing list. And the packing list is essential because you don't want to bring a big suitcase on board because there's not going to be a lot of storage. Yeah. So. I will say, however, I'm amazed with how creative the storage is. They can get it? Yeah. But, I, I mean, you know, it's all better to travel light anyway. Right. So. Is there laundry on board? So if you needed to do laundry? There, there's not laundry on board. Okay. If it was an emergency, the yes. crew could help you out. But, I mean, you know, there's no formal nights. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you, shirts and shoes are required. <laughs> are required. <laughs> but other than that, you can wear whatever you want to dinner. So there's no need to, to pack, you know, gowns and heels and yeah you can if you want right um, but why would you yeah but yeah. people would look at you funny if you came in in your gown yeah but it, it would be a good topic for right discussion, it absolutely right? would absolutely <laughs> would um okay another question if you had to create the perfect day with uncruise what would it be for you oh. well for me personally yes my perfect day is getting up early which i don't do yes but getting up early um having the early riser breakfast watching the sun come up yeah. and starting the whole day just kind of immersed in that quiet morning yeah and then i would have a big breakfast with bacon because we have yes. great bacon. oh my gosh i mean bacon the bacon is so good right um and then group. um my day my personal day would be spent uh snorkeling on a beach somewhere yeah so uh, again, I mentioned we, we, we go to an island. I mean, I'm in the Zodiac. I'm riding out, looking at the horizon, and there's all these little islands that are completely surrounded by beautiful blue water with palm trees on them. Oh, I love it. And I get there, and it's the, the kayaks are lined up, the stand-up paddle boards are lined up, the noodles are lined up for people who aren't comfortable snorkeling. Yes. And I got to go snorkeling in two different places. We had lunch on the beach, um, and then uh, got back to the room about 4.30 and oh showered and, and went and, and met friends for a margarita. Like, for me... <gasps> See, that sounds... I'm, doesn't it? Let's when can go we go? Now. Let's go. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That would be amazing I mean, right I now. lived in Alaska for a long time, so right. I know for some people their perfect day is going to be, you know, tromping through the woods yes. and uh, looking for wildlife and, and being out in nature. So out in nature anywhere. But right. for me, I'm a, I'm a warm water girl. Yeah, me too. So me love. too. <gasps> Maybe it's because it. we live in cold places. Right. I think so. I think so. Yeah. That's uh, that's because that's what I envision. I want to yeah. go somewhere where it's warm and I can be in the water. Yeah. But then I also like Alaska, but I, I, I would choose warm probably first. But if I could choose a new destination for us, I would choose the Northwest Passage. Yes. Cold. Again, very yes. cold. Yes. And, but that would be awesome. Yeah. Lots of right the powers that be. Time to add it. Talk to Dan. (laughs) We did it. We got through all the questions. Well, that's it for this week's episode of our travel shorts. I want to thank Michelle for coming and joining us from Uncruise and kind of giving us the inside guide to life aboard Uncruise and that we hope that you will book soon to one of these incredible adventure cruises. Yes. Thanks so much. You won't be disappointed by any means. Great. Thanks. This podcast is sponsored by Travel Design by Anne. For more information about any of the things we discussed today or to book your next travel vacation, visit www.traveldesignbyann.com.